The following podcast is a Rotten Corpse Radio production. solo movie and the trailer that came out you saw that I saw the trailer and I'm Axel and we have here with us Heather and Ryan who will probably speak something or other in the background maybe (laughs) hi the Han Solo movie I saw the trailer the trailer so far has not inspired me very much as far as the Han Solo movie goes. I'm, I'm hoping that there's a lot more action and story in it rather than just action, because the... Wow, a guy that says less action. Yeah, well... <laughs> it, um, I would say the TIE Fighters, kind of, if it wasn't for the, you know, some of the Star Wars universe kind of stuff being in the trailer and seeing the, the Millennium Falcon flying around which you know we'll get to see a new version of that that'd be yeah. kind of cool uh, the trailer to me felt like a prequel to Blade Runner <laughs> I, I didn't even get I didn't even get Blade Runner out of it I got I got it just another honest honestly another just sci-fi show yeah that if it wasn't in the Star Wars universe it you know, it might not be that famous, but I'm hoping that they develop the story and tell the story of how Han and Chewie got together, how he ended up with the Millennium Falcon, rather than just saying he won it in the poker game from uh, Lando Calrissian. So I I want to see all of that. Which I'll tell you, the intense drama between the two might still be funny. Yeah, yeah. I, however, am definitely interested in seeing it. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm kind of, I'm, for the most part, I'm done with Star Wars, um, except for Rogue One was awesome. Uh, I didn't even bother to see 8, because I'm thinking, oh, it's just like um, Empire Strikes Back or something, because the seventh one was stupid enough. But Han Solo is Han Solo, the eligible bachelor in Star Wars, and, well, you just have to see it. So, I definitely think it's one of those that... Probably will be good. Uh, definitely something that's probably worth seeing. At least once, if not, you know. Yeah, once only. And then, yeah. Then you can make your decision from there. Uh, I actually do want to see eight. I, I, I want to see it all the way through. I mean, I started it as a kid. So, I mean, I went, I saw Star Wars, Empire, and Jedi all. I think Jedi was actually 
just in the army when it came out. Yeah. And but see, and that's the thing. As a kid, we didn't have the internet and we didn't have all these fan theories and stuff like that all out there. So one of the things that I thought was really interesting is that when you finally got to see the creation of Darth Vader, yeah. as a kid, I heard rumors of how Darth Vader got all burned up, and that was he was fighting Obi-Wan Kenobi on, you know, a volcano, was what, as a kid, you know, lava, volcano, and well, that was almost exactly what happened years later, you know, before the internet. I mean, that kind of leak was out there. Yeah, and it's like, and, the, and it was always like that back in the day, because really all you had was like, you had um, popular, um, you know, like popular uh, TV and movie magazines mm-hmm. that would come out. And then you had your more niche stuff that was like more geared towards science fiction that was kind of doing their own take on it. And you kind of pick and choose, depending on who you were, um, on which one you would actually, you know, which yeah, one which you would subscribe rumor, to. Which rumor you'd follow. Yeah, Whatever sounded best to you. Or if you were adult enough um, in the 80s, which none of us were, uh, <laughs> you could read about it in Playboy because they usually had like some kind of article in there. But um, I know for me, like being... Wait, wait. You read, you read Playboy? Yeah. I've actually read the articles. Oh, wow. Really interesting. Really, there, there's articles in Playboy? Really interesting. Especially now. Okay. Yeah. Because right. it's basically Maxim now. Because okay. <laughs> there's no nudity anymore. <laughs> um, it was kind of like like how I kind of... Uh, I can't remember what the name of the magazine was that was a sci-fi mag, but I know like sometimes you would get pieces of um, Star Wars and or other science fiction projects in like Fangoria magazine. Mm-hmm. Cause Fangoria liked to do big pieces on special effects. That was their whole... That was their whole market was like practical special effects. And they had, I think I, I know I read something in Fangoria once about how they put together Darth Vader from, you know, the inside out um, as a retrospect. Because I think they had like James Earl Jones on there and he was talking about um, his role in Conan the Barbarian. And then they talked about, they talked about some of the stuff he did, uh, like the voiceover work he was doing at the time. And then everything he was doing you know, that he had done in, in Star Wars voice acting-wise. And, and see, and that's something that I have yet to look up, and it was one of those kid rumors that I heard, yeah. that James Earl Jones was fluent in German, and he did the oh, wow. the Darth Vader voiceover in German as well, and I'd be like, that just to sound, hear Darth Vader in German, I think would just sound over-the-top creepy. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the Dark Lord of the Sith right there. But if you want a really funny take on it, you know, check out the Bollywood one where you actually get, um, where you actually get Darth Vader in Hindi. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Star Wars Bolly World. That would be interesting. <laughs> a whole musical in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> that would definitely have a interesting sound for the. Uh, Cabana scene. It would work. It would work. It would, they wouldn't have it to would. change much, really. Yeah, it would. It would. Yeah, it would. So we got Solo. We we saw Rogue One. Now there's all this talk about them spinning off the Star Wars world into other movies. Yeah. And it, I, I'm I'm not, you know, now that Lucas has let go of it, 
and other people can put their mitts on it, so to speak, how is it how is it gonna be? That's what I'm kinda concerned with. I mean Hopefully they can either stupid. be really fantastic or yeah, fantastically I'm, stupid. So there's been a lot of criticisms online, especially with The Last Jedi, because Ryan Johnson really hasn't, like, to a lot of fans, a lot of old school fans, he hasn't done Star Wars at the service. Younger fans are actually more pulling towards his direction and are kind of interested in seeing where he's going to go. I know they're bringing back J.J. for the third installment. Um, Ryan is actually going to be getting his own trilogy. So he gets his own three films nice. to do, whether it's after this story, further back. Maybe we get a three-part movie of the Clone mm-hmm. Wars. Maybe we get... But maybe, didn't we already have a Clone Wars movie? Well, in the car- I think the cartoon, yeah. Well, the, the, the animated, yeah, the animated and version of the, the Clone and, Wars. And there's a bit of, I mean, like, there's a bit of the clone army and stuff like that. I don't think they really jumped in. Well, I thought that number, the second one, Attack of the Clones. When clones attack? Yeah, when clones attack. Um, <laughs> attack of the Clowns. Uh, clowns. Oh, wait, that's a whole here, different here movie. Come the, here come They're the clowns. They're remaking that one, too. Attack of the Killer Clowns. Oh, Attack of the... Oh, uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, they're remaking oh, that one. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's going to be funny. Um, Ooh, uh, actually, I thought that movie was really creepy, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I saw that one as a kid. It's the whole. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I mean, and and then I guess the writers from Game of Thrones, um, after their series is completely done, they're talking about giving those guys a trilogy. I as well. still have not seen Game of Thrones. You need to. That's okay. <laughs> I, I read the first book, and I thought the first book was great. I actually pissed off my buddy Steve and Kiva, who's one of our um, one of the ho- one of the co-hosts for um, one of our uh, uh, supplemental shows, uh, the Gore Corner, and it was super funny because I had basically stated in this last season that I knew, and I actually told him about it before he even told me that dude was gonna die. There was a, there was a guy. Who was gonna die? And it, the only my only reasoning for it is just that's how story writing is. Mm-hmm. Well, he should be dying, like in this episode or next episode. And I, would, I kept telling him that, and he was like, "No, they're not gonna kill him. They never kill him." And then they they talk about it and talk about it, talk about it, and then he dies. And it was super funny to see the look on his face and Kiva's face because I told him that like days before. Uh, before the episode even aired, and they're like, "Where'd you hear that rumor?" I was just like, "I didn't hear it anywhere." It's story writing. Yeah, it's basic story writing. Well, and yeah, the, the thing about that author that wrote that series, yeah, he was not afraid of killing off popular, yeah, favorite characters. I mean, in the first book, he kills up. I mean, the, the character you think is going to be the hero in the movie halfway through the book gets his head lopped off, and you're like, "What?" Yep, that was Sean. Wait. That was Sean Bean. Yeah, yeah. Sean Bean always dies. So. <laughs> Like they killed the doctor in uh, the new Star Trek show. I'm so mad about that. I actually wanted to see more of him. Actually, that was a, that was a, that was one I was kind of bummed out about. Um, only because like, you know, Ricky got R- Ricky from uh, from uh, my so-called life got to be a doctor when he grew up. I mean, that to me that's <laughs> awesome. It's just like. Because, you know, he was such a bummy kid in the show. <laughs> so it's like to see him succeed in life, you know, that was amazing. Um. <laughs> so we got all these Star Wars movies that are going to come around. And, Possible Yoda. And yeah, a Yoda movie. Now, see, that that would have potential. To see how Yoda 
grew up and became a Jedi Master, I think would be a kick-ass story yeah. if they do it right. And they need Jim. Since Disney owns Jim Henson and Disney owns yeah. Star Wars, let's marry there this couple. Go. Yeah, but it's got to be Frank Oz. Mm. It's got to be Frank Oz doing the voice. Yeah. I mean, okay, and I do... Uh, I, he, saw, does, I saw one, two, and three, and... Does he have it in him to do a full movie? I, I have to say... Yeah, that's true. But I have to say that while the scene with Yoda fighting Count Dooku was awesome, mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of the CGI Yoda. No. It was terrible. And, and yeah. they would, In order for them to pull off Yoda very well, it would have to be like Jim Henson, Tim Burton kind of thing. Yeah, they, uh, they would. They would need just the right, yeah. the right puppeteers, the right animators mm-hmm. doing some of the yeah. more scale stuff. You know, the more outside shots. Tim shot Burton stuff. would be cool though. With it. Tim Burton doing a Yoda movie that would be cool. that would rock actually. It would. That would fit that. Oh, speaking of like directors doing like weird sci-fi stuff, I, I guess there's also talks, and this has nothing to do with Star Wars, <laughs> but the opposite side, okay. of the, the opposite uh, end of the spectrum. Uh, talk about Quentin Tarantino possibly directing a Star Trek movie. A Tarantino Star Trek. Motherfucker. That would be... Awful? I don't know if it would be awful. (laughs) Did we get the right button? Did did we? Does Henry have to say something now? In the background is our friend Henry, by the way. If there was a Klingon assault involved, yeah, I could see Tarantino. Romulus. Wait, no. I got it. Samuel L. Jackson's character dressed up as a Klingon doing the speech. Motherfucker. From the Bible. In Klingon. That would be badass. And saying motherfucker in Klingon. That'd be even better. Yeah. Oh my god. That'd be amazing. That would be amazing. No, I actually think if, if I'm not a fan of all of Tarantino's movies. Yeah, but he's he's done some good ones that I've liked. I mean, uh, Kill Bill was good. I liked Kill Bill. I really liked. Um, oh. I actually really liked Pulp Fiction. That was probably Pulp one of Fiction the only was ones. was was good. I, I liked Pulp Fiction. I, I wasn't like a super fan of it, but I liked it. Um, I wasn't a fan of Dust Till Dawn. I well, that was Robert Rodriguez, though. Uh, I thought that was Tarantino. That no, he, he was just in it. Oh, he was just in yeah. it. Oh, okay. uh, then never mind. You can retract that one. He did. Uh, he did Death Proof with uh, Robert Rodriguez uh, I for seen the. That one. It was for the Grindhouse uh, double feature. I haven't seen that. Um, the Hateful Eight was pretty good. I haven't seen the Hateful Eight. Glory, I can live without Glorious Bastards. Though. It was like I, only half of the movie got me. The rest of it was like, oh, it's like taking medicine you didn't want to take. You know? <laughs> It was, it, was, it was like watching Reservoir Dogs again. That was another movie I was not into. I was like, ugh. Yeah. I think because, I think a lot of it for Tarantino, and I think it's probably what a lot of people are going to expect from a Tarantino movie, is the long, drawn-out commentary. Oh, he was a writer for Dust Till Dawn. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought he had more to do with Dust Till Dawn. Okay. Which I actually liked that movie, thank you. I didn't. I like John Carpenter's Vampires better than I like Dust Till Dawn. See, I really like both of them. But yeah. I do agree, John Carpenter's Vampires was badass. Yeah. Um. Okay, speaking of vampires, okay. what do you think about Elon Musk launching this, uh, this rocket into space with a very, very heavy metal-like car scene going on it? I mean, you can, you can now go on 
Well, I think you can still view it on uh, YouTube or on its little cam. Might be, yeah. It's still up there. He's got a Tesla with the dummy in the spacesuit. And I guess part of it is to get feedback from the suit. Yeah. It's part of the whole thing. Yeah. He did Desperado. I was actually reading that uh, a bunch of, uh, of the media has interviewed various scientists, and they basically say that uh, the Tesla is going to break down like mm. really quickly in space because of the radiation and, and stuff like that. That yeah. it's, it's, gonna, it's not going to last very long up there. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I think the so the crazy part to me is that first off, I mean, congrats to Elon Musk for creating. Oh yeah. You know, for create not only creating a shuttle that he can bring back and reuse. Yep. But now we have cars in fucking space. If that just <laughs> that, I mean, hallelujah, brother. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Talk about a little kid's dream coming true. That's I mean, awesome. this is amazing. Um, you I mean, know, I, I, to be honest. If I could convince one of the astronauts to take a Hot Wheels up into space for me on the yeah. shuttle, bring it back down and sign it for me, yeah, I that thing would be enshrined, man. There, yeah. you know, all over the place. Oh, I'm sure it'd be worth a few million the bucks after a certain point too. Be the car. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but yeah, it has to. I mean, just the idea of everything kind of you know coming together, you know, just. Test of test of test. He had a lot of failures. It's not like he he did it perfectly the first time. Well, know? no, neither did NASA or yeah. the U.S. I mean, how many rockets blew up on the pad before they finally yeah. got one to go all the way into space? But the fact that he was able to do it cheaper than nope. they could do it, and the fact that he could do it successfully was just amazing. It's just and get two out of the three boosters back. Yeah, yeah, and. I don't know. I think the idea of you know setting the car was pre- is pretty fun, but at the same time, I I want to see a po- a full positive redesign. I don't know if we we have it in us to do it as of yet, but to redesign a spacecraft to kind of resemble what we kind of know in sci- in science fiction, which would be kind of neat. Oh, I'm sure eventually. You know whether it looks like uh, the big ship from the original Bas- Battlestar Galactica. Or something out of Star See, Wars. That's or... honestly the the original Battlestar Galactica. Even even the remake Battlestar looked yeah. pretty similar to the original. Yeah. Those is kind of what I would it's kind of what I would expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, nothing beats Star Blazers when you you're sending up you know World War II submarine yeah. up into space, you know, with a modified front end to fire a plasma cannon. All yeah. right. You can't beat that. No. But that said, uh, but let's try it. Let's try this. Let's try this yeah. other thing that we just have never done before. Yep. And I mean, that's one of the things that I follow actually a lot is the the space travel side of stuff. Mm-hmm. I I've looked at the uh, NASA's plans to actually build the first warship and yeah. look at the uh, the concept designs that are out there for it, which is very cool actually. Uh, in there's an online game called Eve Online, space-based mm-hmm. MMORPG. Yeah. They actually, in there recently, oh, well, maybe it's a couple years ago now, put out a ship that is very reminiscent of the uh, NASA designs for a warp ship, mm. which I thought was very cool. Yeah. So, what are the thoughts now? 
now that we're able to do what we're doing now? What do you think? What do you think is next level for what what we have concept wise going forward? You know? Okay, I'm gonna throw in my conspiracy hat here. The government needs to let go of some of its secret documents and actually put out some of the technology that has been hidden away yeah. that's been developed because of economic reasons. Yeah, because who's to say that who's to say that it's not feasible? Well no, no, there There's, there are go ahead. There's stuff and I think I think it was like Japan or something that actually has stuff that we don't have yet here. And so I think like, yeah, we if there is technology out there that they have that is usable now, they should definitely let it go so we could purchase it and that themselves could fund more stuff to or maybe even just work together, you know. Well it's not even that. I mean co co production. In the nineteen forties, uh a guy developed a car that ran on water and he proved it. Yeah. But that was never developed because the war broke out shortly thereafter and gasoline became the hot commodity because that's what everything ran on. Yeah. Uh, 19, uh, later, after the war, uh, another individual uh, developed a gasoline engine that would run 100 miles on a gallon of gas. Mm. And that was by actually heating the gasoline up into a vapor first and then uh, and then burning off the vapor. It literally ran on fumes. Huh. And it would run much more efficient than the liquid gas that would get spurted up into the thing, into the, the, in the piston wells. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, he basically, the government put a kibosh on his plans and because who wants to save gas? Right? Who wants to save gas? And then there was an attempt made on his life that he survived, hmm. and then he mysteriously died a few years later after that, uh, and then the technology was never redeveloped. Yeah. So I mean, the closest we have to it is like what they've done with the hybrid cars. Yeah. But well, that's and the, that's the hydrogen. Yeah. That's the hydrogen cell batteries. Yeah. And not to get political. But with Trump getting rid of, like, from, from what I've been hearing, Trump's getting rid of a lot of programs out there. And so releasing things that we could use will help fund a lot of stuff that we could still continue. Yeah. You know. And, hey, if a guy who could, could make a Tesla go into space could do it way cheaper, then oh, I guess yeah. we could do it, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or right. some format. format yeah, Elon, format. get on it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Like, break but, into the government yeah. vaults and get out some of that secret tech. Yeah, no um, I'm kind of wondering, uh, I'm kind of wondering what's going to be next for, like, um, for in general space exploration, you know, now that, we, now that we've made a rocket that can fully go, you know, that can fully go to where it's going to go, I guess, like, um, and be able to land... I know one of the other things Elon was talking about is, you know, possibly colonizing Mars in yep. the next, like, so many years. Yep. And that's and actually what, that's what they're focusing on. Uh, the articles that I read, and again, this is the media, so, yeah. you know, take it as media. Yeah. Uh, said that he is, that uh, his company's done developing the heavy rocket, 
and they're now going to be working on the BFR, hmm. which, since this is webcast, I can say it, BFR stands for Big Fucking Rocket, <laughs> and that's what they're working on. That's what they're going to continue to develop, but right now the heavy rocket and, uh, it, and payload system is done. They're not hmm. going to really... You know, maybe some tweaks here and there, but other than that, they're now moving on to the next project. Let's see, and I'm kind of, uh, and, and I know the other thing was too, is that they wanted to be able to do it in such a way to be able to make it affordable as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think the concept is great, but do you think we'll just be seeing more and more people going to space, touring space, hanging out in space stations, rather than actually somewhat, like, visiting Mars is like a... If... Especially if we're going to go the Futurama route, uh, visiting Mars is an amusement attraction. <laughs> I thought that was the moon that was an amusement attraction. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It is Whalers on the moon. I yeah, could definitely that... see... I could definitely see spaceships. I could definitely see... I could at least see a space station, possibly us starting colonizing Mars, probably something going on with the moon. But... I can't see anything further than that in my lifespan. I see if they can get if they can get it down to where they can take passengers up into space to be able to hang out for a little while, like an hour, and bring them and back and bring them back safely, and charging airline prices. I think you you'd have a booming oh, yeah. market right there. Yeah, you have Definitely. an instant made market. People would want to be up there. I mean, people actually pay to go up in the big airplanes yeah. Oh, yeah. that they do the space filming in. Mm -hmm. They go just to go up and float around for like 15 minutes mm -hmm. while the plane does the big loop. Jeez. You know, and they pay to do that. And I'll, it's like, well. I'll tell you what, I would hate to be, um, I would hate to be like in a total recall situation though, like going to visit Mars. That would be kind of, I would hate to be in one of the first runs of that, you know. It's like, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, here we are, we're on Mars, and oh, my God, and then eyeballs popping out of your head. See, that's not even realistic. I know, but it's... It's not realistic. But it's funny. What could be realistic <laughs> is the first people who go up there won't actually make it. Yeah, and yeah they, they are still... It. And it could be all rich people, too. They're still, I think... Yay! Yay! <laughs> politicians should go first. Right? <laughs> hey, Trump, get on board. Yeah. Hey, go check and make sure it's safe for us up there. Yep. Get that as dollars. Wait, 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 no, no. I know why. Cheeto on the red planet? I know exactly why <laughs> I the politicians about need before. to go first. <laughs> I know why exactly why the politicians need to go first. So that they can ensure that when the rest of us get to Mars, the bureaucracy is fully set into place. Mm. That's why they need to go first. Stamp that paperwork. Stamp that paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that actually, if I was in shape, um, other than round... I might have actually filled out an application to be one of the people to go to Mars. Mm. Um, and I know that they're doing one of the biodome tests yeah. now, where they have to be in there for like two years or something like that? Yeah. Is it like one that. or two years? Yeah, it's that like, would drive me nuts. Yeah. Just to see if they can, you know, if they can manage and survive in yeah. that environment, you know. Going With from, limited contact yeah. to people. Yeah. yeah. Going from place to place. Oh, is the vegetation I growing? Is everything that. else in the check? Yeah. Is the oxygen level surviving? You know, is, is it still intact? You know, you know. Yeah. I did something. Well, I didn't do it scientifically. I moved to Lake Sinsuigo for pretty much almost an entire year, 
where nobody would be able to visit me except for my friend Amy, who was very limited on visiting me. So I didn't have as much contact with all my friends and family, and it was very lonely. So I could definitely imagine doing something like that. It could be very, very depressing, and you could only listen to so many songs so many times. And with that said, we need to send Polly Shore there right away. <laughs> <laughs> So you were saying you were in the Lake Oswego Biodome for a year? Yes. <laughs> mm. Just kidding, Lake Oswego. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll never I don't get know. the move there. Oh no, yeah, I know. I think the one so the depressing. one place I need the Biodome is Portland. Right. And I could say that because I live in Portland. Uh, no, I. <laughs> is it because of all the smog? No. Both human and non. <laughs> so, yeah, I think space exploration should be on the... It should be right there. We should be doing it now, I think. Mm -hmm. Space tourism, I think, is, you know, they're not just Elon Musk's company, but there are others out there that are trying to do the space tourism thing yeah. and get that up and running. I think in the next... 10 years you're going to see space tourism definitely definitely a lot sooner than actually seeing dinosaurs on the deserted island yes that's very <laughs> true that's very true though there is actually you mentioned that there is a and uh it's another country not the united states it's another country they are going to try and um breed up a woolly mammoth hmm. because uh, they got a hold of some undamaged cells in a recent find. Wow. Doesn't Jurassic Park come to mind? This There's a, a reason why mammoth. we have... I know, but it starts with something like a woolly mammoth. Mm. Yes, I didn't pronounce it right. I don't care. But it starts with that. And then it grows into a T-Rex. And then you have Jurassic Park all over again. There's a reason why but we have these life. movies. You know, it won't happen like that because we will have, instead of chicken wings, we will have dinosaur wings in buffalo hot sauce. Yeah, because we are pretty gross like that. Yeah, we are. There will be dinosaur burger bars. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. I, I, hey, we can all be Fred Flintstone. We can finally get a Bronto burger. Eat them before they eat you. Yeah, that's how it'll work. It's a terrible thing. It's how it'll work. I want my uh, raptor wings <laughs> yeah. with the special sauce. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the... the coconut breading. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go a little off topic, but now that we're talking about food... That was one thing that's apparently a big deal in the news about the fact that South Korea, well, Korea, basically, yeah. they, eat, uh, they eat dog. Yeah. And there are restaurants over there that were refusing to take dog off the menu for the Olympics. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, uh, and people in the United States are getting all butthurt about that, and I'm like, uh, get over it. It's you know? a different country. It's a different country. It's not us. You know? We eat deer, we eat cow, we eat mm -hmm. horse over here, we eat chicken, we eat rabbit. Gator. You just be Gator, just Snakes. because a dog or a cat is a... They eat cat in the Philippines. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, I love our cats, and I wouldn't want to eat them, although I did have one that used to like to sleep in my walk. <laughs> um, but... It's going to happen. Yeah. And any person right now who tells me that they're not going to butcher their dog or their cat if there is nothing else to eat and they're starving is lying to themselves. Hmm. 
It would happen. Just ask the donor party. <laughs> That's Henry Waxen. No, I, I would be last on the menu. I've lost a lot of the tasty bits. <laughs> We're talking about uh, dog food. The, 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 the South Korean restaurants that are still serving dog, even though the Olympics are going on. Oh, Kagogi or whatever? Yeah, yeah Pagogi, Kagogi, whatever it's called. Mm. As they say, when in Rome, be Rome. Or something like that. Yeah. When in Rome, do what the emperor says, because if you don't, you lose your head. <laughs> I haven't tried dog. I wouldn't mind. So not like they uh, grab strays off the street, at least in the higher class bistros. Yeah, I imagine it's very much like uh, any other food industry anywhere else in the world where it's... Uh, Tastes like chicken. Yeah, pretty much. And who knows, if it's like any other Asian, or a lot of Asian cultures, they'll, they actually skin it alive while it's screaming and then throw it on the pan. Yeah, but when it's all wrapped up in the dough and crispy fried, I guarantee you, you won't be able to tell the difference. Probably not. Especially in Peking sauce. Black bean. Black bean sauce. Oh, black bean sauce. There you go. Uh. All right, so now... Back to the sci-files. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've taken a disgusting turn. Um, Who's hungry? <laughs> I guess yeah. they should make sure they should have bring a couple dogs up in uh, Mars, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so um, now this is the first episode of 2018 for the sci-files. Uh, Woohoo! Is uh, pretty exciting all by itself. And I know some of our fans have been waiting for this to go back up. And the wait is over. You were listening to it. Thank you very much for tuning in. Yes, indeed. And I just have one, just, I gotta bring it up because we are talking about Mars and food. Mm -hmm. And another picture of a Mars crab has been posted on the net. You can, there's a second Mars crab out there. Somebody, the, the, one of the rovers got a picture of a Mars crab. So mm. we do know that there is, uh, you know, you can get your crab legs on Mars. Possibly crab people? I don't know if it's crab people, but you can get your crab legs on Mars, according to these photos. And they're really blurry and very somewhat not quite distinct, so I couldn't quite tell it was a crab, but people swear it's a crab. So uh, bring your pots of boiling water. I now know where you can have your restaurant, by the way. I'm not going to have my restaurant on Mars. <laughs> You'd be the first restaurant ever on Mars. Nope. Crabs are plenty. And nope. you know you will always have someone there because there'll be no other, there'll be all these people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, on that note, uh, anything you'd like to plug, Axel? Um, I know you have uh, some new internet things. Oh, yeah. Check out, check out my Facebook page, The Voice of Axel. I just posted the new uh, episode 5 of Beach Bridge that I'm doing voice work for. And uh, that's up and more to come. And uh, your story discovered for the wife is still going strong. They're still working on it. They're still uh, developing it and getting everything good to go. So there's that. And uh, Ryan, my producer, the semi-star of the show, has other shows. The Gore Corner, the Horror Show, the Wrestling Show. Actually, the wrestling show is merged with the horror show, so we're actually just doing it. Actually, I've seen wrestling lately. That's kind of apropos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
it's pretty horrifying. Um, yeah, so so tune in. Um, we've had some uh, pretty great episodes go up recently. Uh, we did a review on the new Victor Crowley movie that um, is now available on VOD. It's the fourth installment in the Hatchet um, series, as well as we also have a review for the season one of Altered Carbon, which is a really good show on Netflix. Um, stars Joel Kinnaman and a few other people. That I don't yeah, I'm going to check that out. Actually, the best part that I noticed right away when I started watching the show is one of the actresses, and I can't remember her name, she is she was actually from my childhood, and I just thought it was great that she's on this series. Um, she uh, played, oh God, Erse in Forever Night, that... Um, the, the show, the, the vampire cop drama that was on, that happened. Well, I know the show. Yeah. Yeah, so the character Erst from season three, uh, she was the blonde girl that was under, um, what's his face, the, the guy who used to, um, the guy who used to, like, talk about uh, vampires and stuff with, Nick, with Nick's partner. No, Vachon. Vachon's the guy. Okay. Yeah, n- n- not Lacroix. Because um, by season three, he was just spirit. Um, that Nick would always think about him and stuff like that, and I think he made makes a somewhat of an appearance towards the end of the season. Um, but no, the guy who I guess is, he's a, he's the vamp or she's the vampire um, squire to Vashon, uh, who's the who's the vampire informant for um, for like Nick's partner uh, in the series. But anyway, she she's on the show. She's got okay. a, she's got a pretty big role and it was I'll weird. I have to look at it. Like as soon as I like as soon as I saw her, I knew right away. I, I knew where she. I knew she was Canadian and I knew I'd seen her before, <laughs> and I just had to I had to check my brain for um, some scraps and I found it. it was yeah season three of Forever Night. So cool, pretty yeah. fun. The meowing was my our my cat Tabitha who was displeased that we were not giving her attention. Oh, that happens all the time with Robert Smith at my house. <laughs> And on that note, thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next time.